Welcome back, everybody. It's Let's Go. Let's Go presented by Hertz. Here we go with the main man, our guy, Larry Fitzgerald. Hey, Fitz, how are you this week? Doing great, Jim. Some great football. I was able to, you know, catch one in person yesterday up in Minnesota. So it was an exciting day being able to watch a little football in person and watch some games on TV. So uh, it was it was a fun weekend. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Did you know that Hertz has the largest EV rental fleet in North America? Get your next Let's Go moment the electric way today. Visit Hertz.com slash EV to learn more. Hertz, let's go. What happens to your heart when it's the Cardinals and the Vikings? I mean, you grew up uh, a Viking and, and, and you became Mr. Arizona, and now you're watching those two teams. I'm pulling for the Cardinals. I mean, it's, it's you know, you play for somebody who's a long time. You, you have a lot of interests and um, care for, for the people that you're watching, especially having, you know, worked with a lot of the guys that are on the field and obviously so many, so many of the support staff that are still there. You want to see them do well. Um, but, I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Vikings fan through and through when they're not playing against the Cardinals. So if they're not playing the Cardinals, I'm pulling for the Vikings. But they're playing Do you always tell other. the truth on this? Do you always tell the truth I'm, on this program? Always always tell the truth, Jim. That's, uh, you told me, hey, you got you got to speak the truth, man. You got to speak the truth. Well, tell me the truth about the San Francisco 49ers. Hello, everybody. That may be the team. I know we shouldn't jump to conclusions <laughs> after one week, but – that was just a thing of beauty, the way that they played with Christian McCaffrey and Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll get into it all, but it was unbelievable the way they played against the Rams. Just it, They looked like a cohesive unit. Well, Kyle Shanahan really has Coach McVay's number. I mean, they've been dominant in the performances against the Rams over the last few times. Um, defensively is really what stands out to me is how they dominate the front, Jim. They they stop the run, and then they make Stafford and, and McVay really one-dimensional in terms of throwing the football. And San Francisco back in is playing a lot better. Getting Jimmy Ward back um, has been huge. Um, you know, their defensive linemen are really getting after the quarterback, making it very difficult. And, and when they're playing at that clip, you know, when they're running around, flying around, making plays, San Francisco is a very, very difficult team to deal with. And Jimmy Garoppolo made a lot of plays. Christian McCaffrey obviously was sensational, scoring three three different ways, throwing it, running it, and, and catching it. I mean, he's so dynamic. And Kyle Shanahan has to be excited that he has a, a Swiss Army knife that he can use at his disposal like that. You know, the last three guys to do that? run catch and throw for a touchdown no i do not walter payton david Patton with tom brady uh and ladanian tomlinson uh, more than a decade ago so uh, he's in some pretty rarefied air there how does a guy he come is. in after just one week you know last week he played sparingly uh three days into it now he's about 10 days into it and he's dominating the game with a new team well, he's a dominant player, Jim, in, in in any regard. I mean, and he the great thing is he's in shape. Um, you know, he was he was healthy when he got there. And all he needed to do is get himself acclimated with the system, understand the blocking schemes, the protections, um, you know, be able to obviously get the checks and, and the two-minute all the things that, you know, take a long time to learn. But when you go to Stanford, it doesn't take nearly as long as it, as it takes, you know, somebody who went to, you know, a university like yours, Jim, you know. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, hey, uh, uh, hey, 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 hey. Calm down. The University of Colorado, absolutely yeah. the Harvard of the West. What are you talking about? If you like, if you like the party, yes, it is. But if you're trying to get an education, Stanford's the place you want to be, Joe. No, but anyway, I mean, all you need to do is get acclimated with the system. And I mean, he's a unbelievable talent. I mean, the way he he makes these cuts, um, sets up his blocks, and then he's got great feel in the passing game in terms of running and, and being able to gain separation from linebackers and, and safeties. I mean, so anytime you get this guy in space, you get the football in his hands, I mean, good things are going to happen. So what are the Carolina Panthers thinking? I mean, really, you're going to trade away Steph Curry? Steph Curry? 
that's the equivalent. The guy is so much fun to watch. He's dominating the game. He's scoring from everywhere. I'm surprised I have to explain that to you. Yeah, it's a little bit different. I mean, Steph has won four championships, multiple-time MVP, uh, finals MVP. Now, Christian's a, a, a damn good player, don't get me wrong, but we're, we're talking about a generational talent in Steph Curry here. Um, you know, okay, so I don't maybe know a bit that, of an exaggeration, but the point was, why would you trade him away? I, I get it. I mean, Carolina's in a different place. They're in a different position, Jim. I mean, they're playing better than any of us expected right now. They were, they should have won the game yesterday. You know, if it wasn't for a, a pretty boneheaded play uh, by Moore, you know, obviously it's inexcusable to, to, to do that and put your team in that position. But regardless of that, you know, Carolina was in, they, they're trying to acquire picks. You know, they thought after firing Coach Rule that they were going to be, you know, a team that's going to be tanking and get a good draft pick, be able to get some players, you know, and build a team, um, you know, they're like, the, the, that's what they thought. But, you know, Coach Books had something different up his sleeve. They got him playing really well. The defense is playing great. You know, they've made some explosive plays. And, you know, what? like, this, this is football. And, um, you know, they thought it was the best move for their franchise moving forward to trade them, and they did that. And I think it worked out, you know, well for Christian. You know, he's gone to a team that's ready to win today, and he's going to be a big part of that. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald right here on Let's Go. Our show is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking on or off the field. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. And in that Carolina game after Moore's bad decision, by the way, what a stupid rule. You can't take off your helmet to celebrate, in essence, a Hail Mary with so few time on the, on the clock. I mean, really, it, that's just a dumb rule. What does it matter you took off your helmet in celebration as you're running off to the sideline? Let's address that first. I mean, this is a rule that Emmett, this is the Emmett Smith rule. I mean, you know, back in the 90s, Emmett would score a touchdown, take his helmet off, and, you know, it's to help protect the player. I mean, from fans throwing an object on the field, you're in the visiting stadium, somebody throws a beer or hits you in the face. It's, it's, it's to protect the player. It's in it's in there for, for that reason. And But the thing, that's, the thing that's most important is you know the rule. You know if you take your helmet off on the field, you're going to get an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. You know this. We all know this. Everybody in the stadium knows that. Every player knows that. I just think in that position, you obviously you're overcome with adulation and joy. You made a sensational play. But why why, why destroy it by taking your helmet off? Get to the sideline. You can take your helmet off and do everything you want. Allow your field goal kicker to come in and kick the extra point from the, from the regular line where everybody's doing it. You put him in a position where he's got to kick a 48-yard extra point. Like, that's just, that's just selfish in my opinion. Um, and – should he have made it? Absolutely. I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's standard, but, you know, guys are making long field goals nowadays. But I just – I'd have hated to see, you know, that happen. I would love to be able to see him just, you know, celebrate with his teammates like everybody else does on the sideline and, and enjoy it. Well, then Eddie Pinero really compounded it because in overtime, he misses a 33-yard field goal to win the game uh, after the interception of Mariota. And uh, that's shorter than the extra point. And he pulled that way left, so he becomes the new Cody Parkey. It's inexcusable. You can't miss field goals like that. It just yeah, but, I mean, it just destroys your team. You're right, Jim. I mean, you're you're on you're on the team to do one thing. You know, um, you know, be be solid, make those type of kicks. And he didn't. Um, and you know, we'll see what his job status is. You know, moving forward. I mean, because you know, Carolina, as we know, has no problem cutting ties with anybody. You know, if you're not getting the job done, or they feel like you're not part of the future, so. 
Um, you know, he 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 better get his he better get his ass in gear. <laughs> Remember how the fans in Chicago treated Cody Parkey? If you've never done it, just go just go YouTube, <laughs> Cody Parkey Bears fans, and uh, it's sad. And I, I I hate to traipse on a man who's now uh, <laughs> long gone, <laughs> but uh, it it it's it's. You hate to say it's funny because it's 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 so destructive to the individual. But to hear the fans, it uh, particularly this one guy, have you seen that? Yeah, I, I've seen it. I've seen it, and you see you see it throughout sports. I mean, fans can really be be tough on guys. I mean, you see it right now in L.A. with with Russell Westbrook. I mean, when the fans don't like you or they feel like they're they're not getting what they they deserve from a player, you know, let it be fair or not fair. I mean, they could they could be unmerciful. So what's funny to some people, and 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 it does cause you to laugh in some instances, uh, is also destructive. And we're we're much more into the mental health of guys now, uh, as we've seen in, in the past few years, uh, with the problems that uh, not necessarily fan participation cause, but the pressure of games and, and what it can do to uh, to those who participate. Yeah, it's not it's not easy, Jim. It's not it's not as if the guy's trying to miss the shot. It's not as if he's trying to miss the field goal. It's not as if he's um, trying to let the puck get by them. I mean, these guys are trying. They, they committed their entire lives to being able to put themselves in this position to play at the highest level possible and to have it not go your way. And then the people that, you know, you, you want to support you and you want to play for, um, you know, kind of turn on you. It's it's a very difficult place to be. You know, I, I had a couple tough games myself over the years where, you know, you had a couple boos and people see you at the restaurant and they, you know, why can't you, why can't you hold on to the football? And, you know, it, it does, it, it, it bothers you. And, you know, it, people have actually come up to you and said that after your absolutely. career absolutely. in a restaurant my career, during, during my playing career. I had, a, I had a three game stretch where I fumbled to both football three times in three consecutive weeks. And so people, you know, saying, Hey man, hold on to the football, man. I mean, you're paying you a lot of money. You need to, you need to perform to the level that works that we expect you to perform. I mean, I didn't say anything, but you know, people, you know, they, they they expect they expect it, especially when you show them that you you have the ability to be great, and you don't display that. You know, people get frustrated, and that's just what sports is. And um, you know, if you're not ready to deal with that, you know, it, it might be the wrong profession for you. And as opposed to social media, and as opposed to what may be said on talk radio or written uh, occasionally in the paper, how many instances were there of that? Was it one in ten thousand? Or was it one in fifty? I wouldn't. I would say it happened infrequently. But the the benefit that we have, we do, we can control that. Like I don't have to open up my phone and go on Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat and read the material. What's going on? I, I have the choice not to look at it. I have the choice not to watch the local TV. I have a choice to eat dinner at home as opposed to going out. Like these are the, these are the choices that I can make. Um, I understand if I decide to open up Twitter, there might be some things that I don't particularly like. I don't want to read. It might frustrate me. It might hurt my feelings. But I, I feel like I have the choice. Um, and, and that's the only benefit, I would say. He's Larry Fitzgerald. I'm Jim Gray. We're here on Let's Go. We're brought to you by Morton's The Steakhouse. Tender and flavorful in every bite, Morton's The Steakhouse has mastered the art of perfectly cooked USDA prime steak. Visit mortons.com to reserve at any of the more than 65 worldwide locations. There's a table waiting just for you at mortons.com. Jim, I got a chance to watch a lot of great football yesterday. Something really jumped out at me. Um, watching the Giants and Seattle Seahawks game is 
Coach Carroll is – he's done an unbelievable job up there, Jim. You, you got to really tip your hat to him. I mean, Geno Smith is a player that a lot of teams and a lot of people around the league wrote off. Um, you know, you lose your your all-pro safety in Jamal Adams early in the season. Um, you know, you lose your star running back, you know, to a season-ending injury. You trade away your, 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 you know, franchise player in Russell Wilson, and you still – are finding a way to, to get wins uh, against a really good football team in the New York Giants who have, who, who had lost one game up to that point. I mean, I don't think enough people are talking about the quality of job that, that Pete Carroll has done. What, 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 are your, what are your thoughts on that, Jim? So when is it the coach and when is it the players? I think it's always the players. Um, but when you lose marquee players, especially the injury and, and you trade guys, um, you have to you have to start talking about the coaching because it because it matters. It, it really does. Has there ever been a question about his coaching? Yes, there there has been. There has been. There's there was a question about his coaching when he decided to throw the ball on the one yard line as opposed to hand it to Marshawn Lynch. There's been questions about how he Yeah, we have a friend who called that real he called that cutesy. He got cutesy with the Super Bowl and he threw yeah, it away. We, so that's why he's we, in we, question. We talked. We talked. We, we people question him often about how he handled Russell Wilson differently from than the other players on the team, and and how that caused the rift and the divide in the locker room. Yes, there, there's been times where he. We don't need to get into it, but Wilson. we've got guys. We've got guys leaving the field who played for him who are flipping him off. Yeah, we saw. So that, there's a reason know. to question Pete Carroll, by his own players, by the very people who work with him, and for him. So he's having a good year, and he's won a Super Bowl. And he's lost a Super Bowl, and he's seemingly doing a terrific job. But when you throw it out there that he's above reproach, when he's had all of these instances that have called him into question, no, you just don't erase the past. We don't live in the Soviet Union. Jim, I'm not trying to erase the past. You know that. I needed you to give him a little love based on what he's what he's done this year. He's done, he's done a terrific job, Jim. I point give, out the give, facts. Give, give the man give the man his flowers, Jim. That's all I'm asking. Give him his I, flowers. It's just the facts. I don't have an agenda either way. I'm not trying to prop somebody up who's had incursions in the past, and I'm not trying to give more flowers to somebody who's been on the top step of the victory platform. He's earned exactly where he's at. Let's just call it like Coach Green and Coach Parcells. Where he's at is earned. Yeah. He is who we thought he was. Correct. On all levels. Jim, you, I don't give diminish the man, his... Give the man his flowers. Give the man his flowers, Jim. <laughs> I'm going to give him a kiss. Because our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team at K.com slash true fans and gear up for the season with K. So have we given Coach Carroll now enough love? Would you like to plant a kiss on his cheek? <laughs> I'll pass on that, Jim, but I know K's could probably deliver something to him if he needs it, though. <laughs> so much more with Larry Fitzgerald. We're going to spread the love when we return. Stay with us right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Hey, everyone. This is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a Sirius XM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. Our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA. So Fitz, uh, Raiders get shut out for the first time in forever yesterday. Uh, Looked terrible against the New Orleans Saints. What's your assessment? What's going on there? Jim, it looks like there's a lot of problems there, offensively, defensively, special teams. You know, they've, they've been inconsistent in that in that regard as well. This is not the team that we saw finishing the season late last year, almost winning the playoff game in Cincinnati. This is a team. This is a team that's not playing with much confidence. They're not playing with much resolve. I mean, you know, Devontae Adams only being targeted three times in the game. That's it's inexcusable, Jim. You, you have to be able to find ways creatively to be able to get your best players involved. Um, you know, their defense was completely torn apart yesterday. Alvin Kamara, Taysen, Taysen Hill, um, you know, it, it's it looked like the bad news bears. They did, but they'd been so close in their other games. I mean, you know, yes, there are losses and there are no moral victories. But, you know, uh, an extra point, they decided not to kick. Uh, they lose a game in Kansas City. They go for two points. Uh, they lose on two fumbles by Hunter Renfro in overtime to Arizona after having a huge lead. A uh, game they should have never lost. Um, and then the other games, they had lost by whatever it was, four points and six points. So, you know, all one-play games. And then yesterday, the whole bottom fell out. Uh, is that a bad performance of, of a team that's heading in the wrong direction? Or, or is this retrievable? Well, I mean, you like to think that it's retrievable. You look at their their roster, especially on the offensive side, Jim, they are immensely talented. You know, top five receiver, top five running back, top five tight end. Uh, top 10 quarterback, you know, you, you like you look at the skill guys and, and what they have and what they've accomplished in the league. You like to believe that they'll be able to turn it around, especially on the offensive side. And, you know, on the defensive side, whew, Jim, yesterday, that was that was that was tough. You know, it, you know, you saw a lot of finger pointing guys slapping hands in terms of my, my mistake, you know, taking turns, you know, with that. And, you know, I, I would like to say it's retrievable, but they got to get it going pretty quickly. All right, let's talk about some of the fun things. We've uh, we've gone through everybody's problems here. How about those Eagles? Uh, undefeated, and uh, they're flying, and the, and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are uh, putting up a lot of points on the board, and your Vikings, we touched on that a little bit. but uh, And the Kansas City Chiefs. So there are teams in the National Football League that uh, are rolling right now. And the Buffalo Bills, uh, who do you see? Give us your top five, Fitz. Well, the Eagles have, have, are are the most complete team. You know, they, you know, unbelievable yesterday. A.J. Brown, three touchdowns in the first half. They're a really complete group. You know, you look at them all three phases, and, and they can beat you in any of those. And they make a trade uh, last week for Robert Quinn to bring in another pass rusher who's got 100-plus sacks in his career to be able to, you know, administer, you know, more pain to quarterbacks, which they've already done. I just really love the way Jalen Hurts has been able to control the game. You know, when it's when it's there, take it, not turning the football over. If he needs to do it with his legs, he can do it. Just complete control. Um, so I, I would say that the Eagles are, are, are at the top of the heap. Um, what the Minnesota Vikings are doing right now, and Coach O'Connell is putting Kirk Cousins in positions where he's not having to put it all on his shoulders. You know, a steady dose in the run game. The defense is doing a great job of causing turnovers, and Jefferson continues to make plays as an elite 
uh, playmaker. So, you know, the Vikings are in the conversation. Dallas Cowboys, you know, when they're running the football the way they're running it right now, Jim, it's it's tough to deal with these guys, man. Pollard was outstanding um, in his performance. You know, he's a, he's a special talent. And, you know, when Zeke didn't play, so Pollard got, you know, the lion's share of the carries. But when you have both of those guys in, one batters you, one runs away from you, um, Dax, you know, making good, solid decisions again in their defense. You know, Michael Parsons was all over the field, scored a touchdown yesterday, straight hustle. Um, you know, they're a really good football team, Jim. I mean, they're, they're, they're coming as well. Um, and if you look at the AFC side, you know, you got to love, you know, what Josh Allen's doing. Um, he, you know, he threw two, two, two picks yesterday in the game, but it's, it's in complete control of his game. You know, Stephon Diggs and, um, you know, McKenzie and the guys that they have out there on the on, on, on the skill positions are, you know, exciting, talented, talented players. And, you know, um, I was going to pick the, the fifth team. Um, I know everybody's going to talk about Kansas City Chiefs, you know, because they are, you know, you know, they, they're loved and, and appreciated because of what Pat Mahomes doing. But I got to throw a sleeper in there. I got to go with the Miami Dolphins. You know, they are a different team when two was on the field, Jim. And. Tariq Hill and, and, and Waddle and what they're doing. And, and I mean, you have two receivers in the top five and receiving. Jim, I'm telling you, shake your head, Jim. They're going to be tough to handle, Jim. They're going to be tough. Wait to a minute. Handle, wait a minute. Jim. You're they, telling me they, that the Jim, Miami Dolphins you're, Jim, you're putting Jim, above Jim, the Kansas City Jim. Chiefs? No, I'm not. I'm not. Obviously not. You said it's a sleeper. Saying, you're definitely a sleeper if that's sleeper. the case. They're, they're, they're a sleeper. I'm not. Everybody knows what Kansas City's capable of. But hey, Jim, do not go to sleep. On the Miami Dolphins, Jim, do not. I'm not going to sleep on them, but they're going to end up not end not up. An, not ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs in victories no, no, or, not, or in not, the playoffs. No, no, I'm not saying that. I, I Kansas City's in my top five. I'm just saying don't don't sleep on don't sleep on the Miami Dolphins. And who's your NFC sleeper? I I mean, it, it, you can't you can't call them a sleeper because they've only lost two games. But the New York Giants. You know they're they're playing they're playing good. They went out to Seattle and got you know beat up pretty good. But I I still like I still like what they're about. I still like their resolve. Um, I, I like the way Daniel Jones is mature. I love the way they're utilizing Saquon Barkley and their defense is uh, just, just very steady throughout the course of the year under Coach Wink. Um, you know, so I I I, I don't want to say they're a sleeper because they've only lost two games. But nobody talks about them just because they're in a division that is so strong right now. Well, we just we just saw through your inconsistencies. You just gave all this love to the Seattle Seahawks and the coach, and then mm -hmm. you had a chance to say this group could really go go a distance, and you just threw them under the bus. You picked the Giants no, instead instead of I, the Seahawks. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I just did. Said, I you liked, just said I liked, it. Snake, I talked about the Seattle. Tank. I, Refresh his I memory. Talked about, I talked about Seattle early on because I, I I like what Coach Carroll's doing, but you know he's doing it with. You know, guys, a lot of you never heard of before outside of, you know, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. And, um, you know, defensively, I mean, can you name me a guy on the defense, Jim? I can name them all, but that's not uh, this isn't a quiz. I said you, you you had a chance to name a team, the sleeper. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> and you didn't pick him as your sleeper, sleeper. So you so was that all just hot air? No, it was not hot air. I, I like them. I mean, they're, they're leading they're leading NFC West right now. If the season ended right now, they'll they would be. The fourth seed, um, and you know, so I, 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 I'm more so picking a team that's you know third in their division right now in in, in the New York Giants. Well, there's something about it: the sound of the buzzer, the blow of the whistle, the coach yelling just loud enough for you to hear them from your seats. It's thrilling, and you can't wait to do it all again next week when you're with Amex. It's not if it's going to happen 
but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. As we come into the final stretch here with Larry Fitzgerald, I'm Jim Gray here on Let's Go. Uh, Larry, we have literally hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars being spent on stadiums. Uh, why do both teams come out through the same tunnel? Uh, not only in college football, and we have the terrible incident with Michigan State and Michigan, but also uh, we have the problem with uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, and the Packers last night. Um, what's going on here? I mean, you, you're telling me we can spend tens of millions of dollars on locker rooms, but we can't have two teams enter and exit at different places at different times? Yeah, I, I don't understand it myself, Jim. There's, there's not, not every stadium has that issue, but... You know, if you know you have two teams coming and going out of the same tunnel, you, you have to let, you know, one team go before the other and, and just keep the players separated. It Do the players need to be more responsible and, and be professional about how they conduct themselves? Absolutely. But why even run the risk of having them, you know, come in, come in contact with each other? I mean, just let Michigan State go first and then you let Michigan follow. I mean, it, it takes the onus off the players. Um, it lets them get back in the locker rooms without having anything to deal with. You know, I... I as much as I blame the players, because because no coaches and administration were throwing punches, the players were doing it. But let's not even allow it to happen. Let's just get them guys off the field, get them back where they need to go, and none of this would even be, um, you know, none of this would even be talked about. Why do you think this happens as often as it does in the college ranks? You're, you see it more in, in college. I mean, these these are these are eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old kids. Um, you know, they they're at a fever pitch. They're playing against their biggest rival. Um, there's a lot of emotions. You know, you just get stomped. Um, you know, on the football field, and and you're and you're embarrassed, and um, you know your emotions kind of bubble up, and you do something that you that you regret, and I, I think that's kind of what happened there. You know, you don't see that often in in the NFL. You know, guys are conscious of the, of the fines and suspensions that will that will occur, and you know you just don't see that more because the guys are older; they understand the ramifications um, of their actions. But you know, in college rank, you got to do a better job of protecting these kids and not putting them in positions where they can you know, embarrass themselves and embarrass the universities. Well stated. Larry, as always, appreciate your time. Have a great week, and we will talk to you next week right here on Let's Go. Thank you, Jim. You have a great week as well, my friend. Thank you, sir. That's our expert. He's Larry Fitzgerald. You heard from Tom Brady earlier. And any athlete will tell you that it helps to work for an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go, presented by Hertz. Want to thank our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. How'd you think Snake did today, Larry? He does wonderful. I mean, he's he's working. He's, he, he went to Buffalo last night, and he's working on, you know, a couple hours of sleep, so... For him to even, you know, grace us with his presence, I'm, I'm much appreciated. All right, we thank, we thank. What about Harris? What do you think of Harris's performance? Harris Fabish. Harris always, Harris always comes through in the clutch for us. You know, he, he's he's done it. He's much more a professional than Snake is. I know that. And and how do you think you did this week? Uh, I mean, I'm not on Jim Gray's level, but I'm I'm solid. I'm <laughs> solid. <laughs> All right. And, and our sponsors, we love our sponsors. We thank all of them. Hertz, USAA, Bank of America, American Express, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Morton's. Let's Go podcast with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions and Scratchy Productions in collaboration with Shadow Lion. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great week, and we will talk to you again 
right here on Let's Go next week on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.